Hey, beloved, welcome back to the show. Do you ever feel like there is something holding you back from complete healing? Jesus is your ultimate healer, and I truly believe there is healing at the cross. Because I have so much confidence in what inner healing can do, today I just want to answer some common questions about soul wounds and how they can manifest and how inner healing can help you break free from any emotional pain, lies, or limiting beliefs that have been keeping you stuck and gain confidence as you get aligned with the truth of who God says you are. There is so much more that can be revealed in an inner healing session and I'm just passionate about taking biblical truth and helping you step into the victory freedom and satisfaction gifted to you through Christ. You can't carry old baggage into your promised land where God wants to take you. So let's dig in. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast, where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, he didn't leave us without solutions, that he created us to be healthy and whole, and that he's covered each and every one of us as mothers with his protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be because he's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. All right, beloved, let's learn together about soul wounds, how they can block your success, and how the power of inner healing can break strongholds, help us build a deeper connection with God, and usher wholeness into our lives. So first off, what are soul wounds? We are a spirit created by God that lives in a physical body and that has a soul. Our soul is the interface between our spirit and our physical body. So when we experience life, right, we are most aware of how we experience it tangibly in the natural through our physical bodies and our physical senses. But our soul has a role to play in that process of experience and also our spirit as we're connecting with God through his Holy Spirit. The moment you surrendered your life to Jesus, you were born again and the Holy Spirit came to live inside you, which means your spirit is perfect. Unlike your spirit, your soul is sanctified over time as you become more like Jesus and you no longer have things in common with the enemy. When Adam and Eve were in the garden, let's just go back there for a minute, okay? They didn't just disobey God and fall out of agreement with him and his truth. They came into agreement with the enemy and his lies instead. So when we're experiencing something in the natural, our physical bodies experience it first and then our soul has to process it. And if it's not in alignment with our spirit or the spirit of God, it can create a wound. And that is where the wounds can remain in our soul, not our physical bodies, not our spirits, but in our souls. I'm going to give you a few resources if you want to dig deeper into this topic. A lot of what I learned comes from Um, Katie Souza from Blake Healy about seeing in the supernatural and what that looks like in the spiritual realm and how these things interact with each other and with our, you know, what we're believing and praying medic. That's another good one. And so just from what I listen to and hear, this is my message for you today. Because of a negative event or something traumatic, the adversary of our souls will use those as an opportunity to speak lies and have you agree with them. 
these lies and then that break in your soul, right, that the lies are attaching to gives the enemy access and this creates a soul wound and he wants those wounds to remain so he and his minions can have access to torment you, to make you sick, diseased, disordered, stuck, and not fulfilling the plans God has for you to prosper you. Jeremiah 29 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. So as long as you're in agreement with the enemy and those lies, you are believing, right, because of the trauma and the pain, you are not in agreement with your Heavenly Father and who he says you are, and this affects every area of your life. The next question I get is, how do soul wounds manifest? Like, what does this actually look like? So because of soul wounds and the agreement with these lies, self-doubt can come in and block you from success. It can keep you from taking risks in your business. It can keep you stuck in relationships. This brokenness is manifested in a variety of ways, and so this can look like sadness, depression, anger, fear, anxiety, unforgiveness, bitterness, painful, negative, and hurtful emotions that taint your lens of life and impact your will, causing you to make decisions that don't align with who God says you are. And so this can manifest internally with our thoughts, the way we think about ourselves, the way we think about others, and it can also manifest externally in the way we treat others and treat ourselves. Here are some examples of what this might look like. Let's say, for example, you might, after having experienced sexual abuse, believe the lie that you liked it or you deserved it or it was your fault, that you brought it on yourself or that you are bad and not good. That can manifest as self-hatred, disgust, unworthiness, mistrust. This is just to name a few. But this can affect you. And if you are trying to grow a business, you know, this can affect you because you might not feel like you're not worthy of success or you can't trust to connect with people. Another example is you might, after having moved and changed schools, believe the lie that you were left out, left behind, not wanted, or that you didn't fit in, or you will never fit in, or you will never be good enough. That can manifest as strained relationships with yourself and with, with others, not trusting others. This can affect you in your life, especially if you're building a business, because if you don't feel like success is for you in any area of your life, it doesn't just have to be building a business, but if you feel like you can't succeed because you aren't good enough, that success is for that person, but not you, or she can have that, but I can't, that is going to impact you. Another example is you might, after having experienced your parents getting divorced, let's say, and your world getting torn apart, believe the lie that it was your fault, that you don't deserve love, or you can't trust anyone. That can manifest as bitterness, resentment, and unforgiveness. And this can affect your relationships because it's going to affect how you connect with people, right? In, let's say, for example, if you are doing a business, it's going to affect how you connect with your relationships with your clients and your team members or your business partners. It's going to affect in your marriage, how you connect with your husband, your children. Okay, so it's going to affect your relationships. Another example is you might, after leaving home and moving out, believe the lie that you had no choice or now you're on your own and that you have to do everything yourself now or you're the only one that can do it and no one ever helps you. This can affect your life because you feel as if everything depends on you, which will lead to burnout. I guarantee it, especially if you're doing a business because anything that God has called you to involves working with a team in some shape or form. You are not meant to do it alone, especially if you're creating a family. You are not meant to do life alone. Your business partner in your family is your spouse and your kids, right? You are not meant to do it alone. Another example is you might, after having lost a sibling or parent or child, believe the lie that it should have been you or you don't deserve to be alive or live a happy life because theirs was cut short. That can manifest as depression, paralyzing grief or sadness, stuckness. This can affect you because you're not living out the life God called you to. You feel as if you don't deserve to have love, joy, peace, 
meaning, success, purpose, fulfillment, and happiness. Okay, these are just examples, of course, but I've experienced many of these firsthand and I found breakthrough and lasting freedom with inner healing. Another question is, how do soul wounds hold us back or keep us stuck? So if our broken hearts, if they're not brought to the healer, those old wounds can fester in our souls and continue to hinder us from living in the fullness of what Jesus paid for on the cross, that complete freedom and wholeness. The Lord is after our whole heart getting to participate in the finished work of the cross. So what does this look like? My example, right, is my weight in 2021. It was at an all-time high. I was not taking risks in my business. I was hiding, even though God already sees everything. I was hiding. I was not doing what he asked me to do. I wasn't going to Nineveh, basically. In January 2021, I shared on my podcast that I had a desire in my heart to shed 50 pounds of toxic weight that I knew was holding me back in my personal and professional life, in my relationships, and I knew it wasn't really a part of the me that God created me to be, that instead it was a result of burdens that I had been carrying that didn't belong to me and that I didn't want to carry around anymore. Well, I set a goal on January 1st of last year, so 2021, and I felt like I was still stuck by March. I hadn't really made much progress, and I wasn't um, thinking that I could even do it, right? My mind was like, this is impossible. This will never happen. Or I let three months go by and I haven't done a thing. And so it was mid-March, you know, that I had finally had an inner healing session midway through March. I finally broke free from what was holding me back and keeping me stuck. Literally that one session opened the floodgates and my breakthrough started to come together. And I was like, what is this? What is this? I had never experienced anything like it. And it was something I you know, with weight I had struggled with for 30 years and I finally felt like I had permission to break free what was from what was keeping me stuck. So I had to learn more and I took a 12-week mentorship to learn how to facilitate these sessions. And I've been learning ever since. It's a process, right? But I've since been able to lose 40 pounds and keep it off and I will hit my 50-pound goal soon. It's already written. I'm just walking it out. I have no stress about it. I know it's going to happen. This has all been a result also of my signature program and just learning how to put all of the pieces together that God has given me over my life. And it's not really about the weight, right? The weight was just the physical manifesting of the soul wounds that were holding me back, that weren't healed, and the lies that I was believing. This is not to say that I don't have value or God doesn't love me because I was stuck in 50 pounds overweight. The reason I'm sharing this is that I wasn't living out my life from the position of victory that Jesus already paid for on the cross. He died so that I didn't have to struggle with the physical weight and so I didn't have to carry around those burdens and lies and all I needed to do was release all of that over to him because he already took care of it and I was holding on to that garbage as if it were my treasure. And that has taken some time, little by little, day by day, small victory over small victory. It's a process. All right, what is inner healing? I like to define inner healing with a quote from John and Mark Sanford as the application of the crucified and resurrected life of Jesus and his blood to the parts of our hearts that did not fully get the message when we first received Jesus as Savior. Because some of this stuff in our hearts, it goes really, really deep. And these areas of our heart have not believed or accepted the good news of our death and rebirth in him. And so the fullness of that work has not yet happened for us in those areas. To be clear, it's not working for our salvation. It's working out our salvation. In Philippians 2.12, Paul writes, Therefore, my dear friends, as you've always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who works in you to will and to act according to his purpose. Now those words fear and trembling always get us tripped up, right? Like, oh, he's mad at me. He's angry with me. 
But the words fear and trembling in Greek translate to respect or reverence and humility. So it's with respect or reverence and humility that we are continuing to work out our salvation. And that word work out means to continually work to bring something to completion or fruition. Because being transformed by the renewing of our minds and healing is a process and it must be done in a safe place that is free of shame and condemnation, one that is encouraging, uplifting, and comforting, that is respectful and humble so you are strengthened to keep moving forward, pressing in and pressing on. And so inner healing is a tool we can use to partner with the Holy Spirit to renew our minds and step into breakthrough and freedom and connect with Jesus in a very intimate and personal way. It engages the use of prayer, forgiveness, repentance, rejecting lies, and replacing them with truth, and processing painful memories to bring emotional and spiritual healing. My story, and just kind of my example here with this podcast, and I'm going to share an exciting announcement at the end, but when I first met with my podcast coach in September of 2020, so this was six months into the whole pandemic thing when I had my first clarity call with her, and I had my brand Healthy Whole Mom. And when I met with her, I was like, but I'm not a healthy whole mom yet or even close, right? I was 50 pounds overweight, still carrying excess weight from baby number four. That entire pregnancy wrecked me mentally and with the changes that were happening in my body. And this was a lifelong battle for me, my weight, my body image, using food as a counterfeit to comfort and soothe. And so that also included weight I had gained from self-medicating with lattes and muffins during the whole upheaval of 2020. You could say that I wasn't in alignment with who God said I was, right? So I was sitting with my coach in my session, just pouring out my heart with my mission and my message and what I wanted to be able to share and help others. And the whole time I was still sitting in agreement with these wounds in my soul and the lies that I was in agreement with. And we landed on Covered Beloved, which I love. Don't get me wrong. I love Covered Beloved. And my verse for my business is 3 John 1, 2, and it's Beloved concerning all things. I pray you to prosper and to be in good health just as your soul prospers. So it was perfect at the time, right? It was perfect. More coming on that. But this is just in relation to my business, right? One, th- How we do one thing is how we do everything. And so all things are connected. And so were these lies I was in agreement with that allowed the enemy access and the legal right because these wounds in my soul were not healed. He had every right to access them. Think of it this way. In Matthew 12, when Jesus is talking to the leaders and the Pharisees, he explains that when evil leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest, but it doesn't find any, and it goes back to the person it came from and finds its prior home empty, all swept, all cleaned, but its home is still there. Its home is still there. And so it brings even more evil back with it to join, and the person is worse off than before. And what I feel like this verse is saying is, let's say we have a pile of garbage in our yard that's attracting flies. And so we get some fly traps and it removes the problem flies for that moment, right? Until more come back because the pile of garbage is still there. The door is still open for the flies to come back because the yuck is still there attracting them. So it is the same with soul wounds. We want to give Jesus permission to heal those wounds so that we don't attract back the same evil that has been able to torment us, right? We want to break agreement with the lies we believe from the enemy so we can be free and have nothing in common so it doesn't even want to come back. There's nothing to attract it back and it can't even come back because the door is now closed. Its home is gone. Another way to describe this is if you were in a sandstorm and you inhaled some of the dust. Once the sandstorm is over... You still have dust particles trapped inside that need to be cleared, right? Once that event is done, there's still something left behind. Those are like the soul wounds that are left behind once the event is over. They are still affecting you like a cough would from the dust in your lungs, which could multiply into bigger issues if left unchecked. I hope you guys are following me. 
But inner healing is really just about creating that space for the Lord to meet with the parts of us that so desperately need that complete healing that only he can bring so we can live from our whole hearts. The absolute main objective, first and foremost, during these sessions is to create connection with Jesus. That healing will happen, that deliverance will happen, the freedom will happen, the renewing of the mind will happen because that's just who he is and that's what happens when he shows up. That all comes as a byproduct, right, of who he is. That's secondary. Above all else, he wants a relationship. So typically during a session, we have someone who's facilitating, we have someone who's receiving, and then we have someone who is interceding just to cover the session in prayer and push back anything that's not from the Lord. I do have live inner healing sessions on my podcast. If you want to get a taste and feel of what this could be like for you, those are episodes 35, 37, 42, 46, and 60. They're all different because in each of these sessions, it's unique to the person that is sitting before the Lord, that is on the floor, at sitting at Jesus' feet, just looking up towards him. They have their eyes fixed on him, okay? So they're all different, but it's really just coming closer to Jesus where it's safe, letting go of our reasons and our fears and letting him show us how much he loves us, letting him reveal and illuminate what's holding us back and exchanging our shackles and chains for victory and peace. I want to leave you again with a few resources that can help you further explore this topic, and then I'm going to share a surprise with you. So I mentioned, uh, I think at the beginning, a couple of the people that I really lean to for this topic. And so one is Katie Souza, and she has an incredible book, Healing the Wounded Soul. So it's about breaking free from your pain of your past so you can live uh, your life. And so that's that was an impactful book for me. That's one I always have on my nightstand that I'm always referencing back to. And so it's a very biblical perspective. She backs everything up with scripture and it's a book you're going to want to have. So that, again, that's Katie Souza, S-O-U-Z-A. I'll put a link in the show notes, but it's Healing the Wounded Soul. And then she also has another book called Soul Decrees. And so that one's a good one for activations and um, just continuing to break free in that. Another author I really love is Blake Healy. And so he has a book called The Veil. And that really is an imitation into the unseen realm and what this looks like when we're walking around with these soul wounds and what this can look like in the spiritual. And so he had been seeing in the spiritual realm since he was two and didn't really know much about it and actually suffered a little bit not understanding it as he grew up as he didn't have anyone to connect with him and teach him about this gift. But then as he learned about it, it just became a super powerful way for him to connect with people and just love on people the way God sees them. And so The Veil is the first one I would start with. He also has another book called Indestructible, Fighting Your Spiritual Battles from the Winning Side, and a third one called Profound Good, Seeing God Through the Lens of His Love. I would get them in that order and go through them in that order. Another person I like to learn from is Praying Medic. And so you can find uh, those books on Amazon, but his whole series is The Kingdom Made Simple. And so it might be like Divine Healing Made Simple or Dream Interpretation Made Simple or Seeing in the Spiritual Made Simple. And so he has a lot of good books and resources for you to dive into this topic. But the Divine Healing Made Simple one, I would check out. And then his uh, emotional healing book. So the story behind Praying Medic is he was an atheist who never had dreams, didn't dream for 20 plus years, and then suddenly mid-40s, God spoke to him in a dream and he said, if you pray for your patients, you know, in the ambulance, I will show you how to heal them. And so he, you know, started to take that approach to it and praying for his patients because he only had 10 minutes to work with people in the ambulance ride. He had to work really quickly. And so his emotional healing in three easy steps is a very, very short book, almost like a brochure or a pamphlet, you would say. And but it's simple and it's quick and it's it gets down to the nuts and bolts of this whole process. All right. So for the big news. 
I am rebranding my podcast, uh, or more really like I'm going back to my original brand, Healthy Whole Mom. And so the title of my podcast will be changing from Covered Beloved. I'm, I'm sad about it, but I know this is for the best because I know that this is going to create more clarity in my message and who God wants me to be working with. And so while I feel much closer to the Healthy Whole Mom that God created me to be, I and I realized that I was that was holding me back from the start that I wasn't there yet, right? But I see now, I see that that was the whole point. Of course, the goal is always to be moving closer to the healthy whole mom that God created us to be, but it's a process, right? And that's okay. Healthy and whole is relative. We are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in an ever-increasing splendor and from one degree of glory to another as our souls are being healed step-by-step, day-by-day, small victory after small victory. Our souls are progressively healed throughout our walk with Christ, and I'm here for it. And we do this from a position of victory, right? I'm doing this from a position of victory, healed, and the work is already done on the cross. I'm just walking it out. So thank you, Jesus, for that. So you will start to see small changes here and there, and likely not as many episodes just for the time being as I try to figure out the best way to make these changes cohesive, at least for the time being. And I'm just really letting Holy Spirit guide how much I publish right now, just because I'm, you know, I've created my program and we're running another beta group through that. And so I don't just want to publish for the sake of publishing it, but know that I'm still here. I'm just refining. All right, beloved, if you are a born again believer and would like to learn more about partnering with the Lord on your health journey and looking for a biblical way to lose weight, then join us in the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group. You will find community in there. And just in case you missed it, I did a food freedom workshop in February and I know you want access to the replay. We spent an hour together unpacking what it really takes to break free from bondage to food and struggles with weight without exercise and even if you've struggled your entire life. For many of us, food has become an increasingly complex issue that causes us to feel guilty or overwhelmed or even hopeless. And if you feel defeated by your lack of self-control or overwhelmed by your weight and thoughts and longings for food, then I invite you to join our Facebook group where you can get access to the replay. It's pinned at the top of the group. While applications are currently closed for the April group, we will be launching another one this fall. Again, it's the Biblical Weight Loss Blueprint Facebook group. All right, beloved, I hope this message blessed you today. I pray that as you go about your day and weekend that you prosper in all things and be in good health just as your soul prospers. And Father God, I just ask you to bless my sweet sisters in Christ and their comings and their goings. I ask for eyes to see you ears to hear you, minds to align with you, and hearts to obey you as they are accessing their heavenly scrolls, as they're tuning into you. And Holy Spirit, I just ask you for your manifest presence of wisdom, revelation, and call this day fruitful and prosperous for your kingdom, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.